Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is the Migs cast. My name is Steve Migs, and I am here with the Reverend Enfuego. Hello, Glenn Cannon. It's so strange to be back. I know. We've been <laughs> off for like a month. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Wyatt. <laughs> I just have to say that. Every week, I let him down. He's like, hey, please tell me today's the day that you have a brand new Migs cast. You did Not that two today. weeks ago. Dude, he had hit me up at one point and was like, bro, I don't want you to get the wrong idea, but I really am missing you guys. What's happening? You know? What's going on? I'm like, oh, brother, we'll be, you know, we'll be back. Yeah. Let the speculations fly. Yeah, that's right. Dude. We were all fired, but we're back. They rehired us. <laughs> well, they rehired you guys. I, I was never... <laughs> <laughs> the ninja who shows yeah, up. They kept yeah. you on the non-payroll. Yeah, after the show, they give, you a, they give me a bucket and a mop after every program and some of that sawdust, you know, for Castle's vomit. <laughs> it's kind of like, those two guys, yeah. we gotta let them go, but uh, Glenn's still, he's here but we're not paying him, so yeah, we might as well just keep him it, here. It's like an ER-style internship, man. I just like live here for 16 hours at a time, cleaning stuff up, you know. Just hide in the lactation room, take a nap in there, exactly. you're fine. Exactly. Hanging out with BJ in the lactation room. That was so weird, dude. BJ uses the lactation room to put his knee brace on, so he gets naked in the lactation room. Yeah, he has to take off his pants. First of all, what's the lactation room? Oh, there's an actual lactation station. It's a little room. For women that are breastfeeding? Yeah, it's yes. a, it's a, I guess it's an HR thing. My wife, I was talking to her. I'm like, you won't believe what we have. She's like, oh, no, that's actually, that's a state Yeah, my wife said policy the exact same yeah. thing. I was like, that oh, okay. You need to have a room where women can go and pump their milk. But the funny part is you got to love our, our, our fine company because it's still all about the bottom dollar. In that room, you would assume it would just be like maybe a couch, maybe some pretty pictures. Yeah, like a plastic chair and a C-clamp. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Clamp out all your... And when the milk comes out, catch it in this here solo cup. We might have to uh, bleep the, the bitty thing that you just said. Can I not say that? No. Oh, it's been a month, man. So I, I, said, I said breast, but it rhymed with the word pity, pity. kids. Yeah. yeah, Pity is us. Clamp that down on your pity. Yes. I pity the fool. That I'm plays sorry, with my pity. I'm sorry, it's man. It's okay. You're a little rusty there. But um, I'm always a little rusty, man. You would assume that it would be like, you know, a nice little relaxing room. No. It's like a chair, a desk, a computer. That way, you know, you, you can can't get working, away from your yeah. desk. You, you can, need to continue to work yeah. as you pump that bitty. The best part about that room, though, it is the only freezer in this floor, on this floor. Yep. Well, actually, there's another freezer. It's in the kegerator. But oh, now really? They, now they lock the kegerator. Yeah. So that means my burrito's in there and it's locked. Really? That sounds So if you So if you go into the lactation... By the way, Lactation Station. Station sounds totally like one of those Schoolhouse Rock songs. Lactation Station. <laughs> I'm just a bill playing with my wife's yeah. bitties. Hooking Excuse up breasts and getting some milk out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you open it and is it like milk, 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 
TV dinner, TV dinner. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Popsicle, Frozen popsicle, popsicle. Oh, it makes me love KSW even more than I already had before. <laughs> Mokey balls, you know. Yeah. You got them all. You want your Mokey balls and your breast milk. You so, go to a lactation station. And from what I'm gathering, the one and only BJ Shea is the only man, the, well, the only person that uses the lactation room. Is I there have a pregnant a feeling, woman here? Um, I mean, physique-wise, me, but other than that, no. I think there's one pregnant woman. Is in the, there? The, yeah. Oh, her. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember I was like, what the hell is... She let herself go, and then I realized, no, she's just <laughs> pregnant. Yeah, you gotta, be, you gotta be careful about that. Inside voice. That's a tightrope. That's right. Inside voice. Uh, HR doesn't listen to the podcast. Trust, trust Rev, dude. Trust Rev. He's hooking you up, man. Fair enough, but agree with me if you will. Mm-hmm. She had the bombest body in all of our floor. Uh, it was great. Oh. And it's going to be back. It'll be back. It'll it's be just back. taking a break. It's kind of what happened with me and Gwen Stefani, though. I saw a picture of her, the baby bump done. Like what? I yeah, I don't. Oh. I, it's yeah. Gwen Stefani was like, on she's th- hotter now than ever. Oh uh, no, no, yes. no, can't. Yes. Like I go yes. back to just that. It Did was she, a re- ru- she ruined herself. She didn't ruin Lies. herself. It's my own issue. Lies. Like I've realized that's my what, own what's issue. What's the baby bump? The baby bump. It's the the prego bump. Like she was like nine months or something, or really close to that. She was on. She did like a like maybe a Grammy like red carpet walk sort of thing. So there was a bunch of pictures. Oh, of her you on saw it. photos of and her I, pregnant. Yeah, and it was just her fully clothed, pregnant. And I'm like, nope, good. Oh, yeah, I drink in her bathwater. No, no, no. Like pregnant, uh, seeing a pregnant woman. I, that there, and there are some guys actually that apparently that's like a thing for them. Oh, dude, there's a thing. It for really, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But it. it I'm with, but like post baby, I would definitely, I wouldn't go there if she was pregnant. That does nothing for me. In fact, it's way the opposite. Seeing yeah. a pregnant woman is kind of like, oh God, all I can think is, man, that's going to be expensive, you know? Like, <laughs> right. Um, but after, but, but okay. Well, Gwen Stefani's clearly a little rusty. <laughs> I didn't think she was going to drop an S-bomb right I off thought, the go. I thought this that, is Rev, bananas. I'm glad I got a big piece of I'm paper sorry, legal man. note yeah. for you guys and all these edits that I'm definitely going to need to do. W- what I thought... This video was great, too, by the way. Okay. I thought you meant that after she had a baby, it put permanent weight on her and you wouldn't no, go there. No, no, it was oh. just the fact that I had seen her with that. And, and it ruined it. The vision, the vision is just there. That's I gotcha. what I see every okay. time now. You know she put out a Christmas record? Cool. I know, she's got a whole Christmas record. It's pretty awesome. Her she's voice so, is still great. Dude, I still she's like going hot. back. She's like Jennifer Lopez. Jingle Hollaback Girl? I mean, what are we... <laughs> Welcome to January 2018, where we're playing Christmas Christmas music. Oh my goodness. Maybe not. (laughs) What? This is real. I feel like I'm being interrogated. It's called You Make It Feel Like Christmas. I wonder how well it's sold. It's Christmas music. Probably great. That's why everybody puts out a stupid Christmas album. I could see releasing a Christmas single, especially if it's not necessarily a holiday song, but just, hey, here's a Christmas single. Um, not Jingle Bells, but like to me, when you do a Christmas album, that is basically like, look, I want your money. I don't care that you know that I want your money. Mm-hmm. You're going to give me your money because you're stupid, and I'm going to take your money because I'm a soulless husk. Well, am I wrong? Some people have Christmas spirit. Am I going spirit, too far? But I don't necessarily disagree with you on that. Well, okay, so put out a Christmas record and be like, it's free. You know. <laughs> That's, well, not, have, that's not how America works, sir. No, it's really not. <laughs> Thanks to the beauty of Apple Music, for me, it is kind of free. Oh, I mean, you got I pay those... 14 bucks a month uh... for delicious treats like this from Gwen Stefani, who 
I ain't gonna Delicious lie. Treats. She's still fine. Oh, she's hotter now than ever. And uh, and I guess apparently I'm one of the three in this room that does find pregnant women. You find pregnant women attractive? Oh yeah. Oh dude, I, I that doesn't have. work for me. Really? It's always been like a, a thing. Like even I, with the bump. Oh, dude, like I, okay no, he's talking that? about when a girl is pregnant, he finds pregnant. that would, attractive. I've never had that, wow. but I would love to, I mean, obviously, that'd be awesome if my wife gets pregnant, so then I don't have oh, to, yeah. like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You're going to get there. <laughs> yeah, I would hope, <laughs> fingers crossed, you know, we still keep trying. So, like, the Demi Moore nude pregnant photo on the cover of that magazine, oh. that worked for you? That turned you on? That was a little too much. I'm yeah. talking, like, second trimester. That's when they're bangable. Like a little bit of a bump. There's a certain glow to a chick that's pregnant for me mm-hmm. that I find very sexy. There's a certain glow to a toxic waste dump too, man. Well, see, I just, <laughs> <laughs> when I see a pregnant woman, I'm like, oh God, some guy is either really happy or really miserable. But if he's really happy, he's going to be really miserable later. <laughs> my parents, my hey, parents, Merry Christmas, everybody. Like, dude, they were young. They were vibrant. They were these beautiful, exciting people. And I destroyed them. Yeah, I, I did, and I was a good kid, Hob-ish, <laughs> but, you know, they had so much promise, and I just took it all away. Well, and that's the one thing I've always, like, <laughs> jingle bells, and another reason why takes it all away. I don't have kids myself, it's because, like, I've come to the realization, if I have a child, my life is over. Because my life is now dedicated to raising this child. Oh, you could be a deadbeat dad. Which, which is apparently, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Well, and I'm told it's remarkably <laughs> rewarding. And actually, I raised a little girl sure. for several years, and it was remarkably rewarding, but... Now it was a stripper that he met once, and she just needed a place to stay. <laughs> Good old Crystal. Then I realized, every time kids come up, I, I think I come off way harsher than I actually am. And I, it's really just for the sake of humor. I'm trying to say stuff that I think is funny. Sure, but, sure. You know? Quick. <laughs> so you were you dated someone who had a child? Oh yeah, I was with a girl for I raised her daughter for about four years. No joke. What was the so from what age to what age? Oh dude, um, she was really little. She was crawling, just uh, starting to toddle. Uh, her name was Haley. I, I potty trained her. Uh, I had to teach her to sleep uh. by herself. So I would I would sit in the hallway, you know. So when she woke up and started to panic, I would be like, "See, told you, I was right there for like so a couple weeks." I slept wow. in the hallway outside her bedroom door. I read to her every night. She was my kid. Damn. Yeah, and then when the relationship ended, I lost the little girl. So, uh, man, it was rough. I and can then imagine. The girl tried to get me back for a little while by sending me photos, and you were the only real dad she ever had. And oh, that that's nice. Yeah, it, it, I would just there's some scar tissue there. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I got to be a. Uh, I really got a taste of of pretty direct fatherhood for a period of about four years, and I was really good at it, and it was remarkably rewarding. It was really, really cool. I think part of that is having been on the other side of that now that I've had been able to dip my toe in those waters. Um, that's why I'm not necessarily in a hurry to do it, because I, gotcha. I know what it's all about. Yeah. And I, Have you ever thought I, I of want... trying to track down that kid and say, I was your father Oh, dude, no, she found years. me on she found me on social media. The kid? Oh, yeah. How old's the kid now? Oh, God, she's in her early 20s now. Damn! Wow. Yeah, she tracked me down. I always hoped that she would forget me because I didn't want her to be. Yeah. I didn't want to be one more thing she had lost. More issues. Yeah, uh, and she she tracked me down on social media, and we keep in touch, and I like her posts and stuff, and, you know, she's doing good. and That's really cool. Yeah, it, it, it was cool when she caught up with me, and I kind of explained all that. I'm like, look, I, I never wanted to be something that you lost, and, you know, and we had a really cool dialogue. Um, wow. When she tracked me down, that was when she was in her early teens. Did she ever say, oh, yeah, I uh, you know, she's my mom. I get it. Kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I, I can uh, understand why things didn't you know, work I, out. I don't want to go too, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah she yeah. did. She, you know, um, I think I think her mom's doing good now, but her mom, 
you know, I don't want to, that's not my place to get into, I gotcha. but, but a bit of a rough ride. Um, you know, we all make mistakes and, and have challenges in our lives and, and, um, her mom was a really cool chick, but you know, uh, not exactly the easiest path. And she was, you know, so, but you know, then of course it got into, Hey, you know, my mom's doing really good. And I'm like, man, I'm so glad to hear that. And you know. That's nice so. to be hear it from her as opposed to hear it from you know what I mean yeah. like at least that way you don't yeah. have to. Her mom doesn't really do you know my ex so to speak is uh, doesn't really do the social media thing so it's really kind of that's kind of cool and and so yeah I just I get to see Haley via social media and um, you know and she's doing really good she seems really happy and so that's, nice. that's kind of rad but yeah it's one of those so yeah that's a odd chapter in my life you know yeah that so everyone's like oh odd. Glenn hates kids I'm like actually I I was raised one man I was changing diapers she was she used to work oh. the stick shift in my truck I had her yeah, bouncing see, up and down jammed the legs up on my, my, I was great at it I was a really good father I did know? that with my brother and sister like basically helping raise them because I was I'm um, you know 10 and 11 years older than them so I got that sort of stuff in my like teens out of the way like yeah, yeah. you've like, tasted it yeah, yeah and yeah. I'm like I'm cool I don't need to worry about that uh, I hang out with my nieces and nephews, especially now that they're starting to get a little bit older. Like once they are toilet trained, uh, I'm way more cool with having uh, <laughs> hanging out with them. I just don't want to deal with that. Diapers suck. Diapers. Dude, yeah. That whole. Rev has a potty outside of his house. He's like, if you can't use this, <laughs> you can't come in. I can't. I mean, the number of times that I got poo just everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everywhere. It's and it's just part poo. of the, you don't know, what are you going to do, right? You so know. the moral of the story is Glenn does not hate children, but he does hate Christmas. <laughs> uh, but we do have to talk about something that Glenn, you know, before we get to what, what Glenn hates, because I do have to have, we have to have a debate. Things that Glenn hates. I, oh, I want to give, give a quick shout out to our, our friends, uh, the boys in Jericho Hill. Oh yeah, man. Because I looked on their Facebook page and they said, extra special morning. Thanks for the shout out. Meteorologist Rhonda A. Lee, you are forever Jerrica Hill's favorite meteorologist. Apparently, uh, King Five's weather woman, Rhonda A. Lee, went to a Jericho Hill show and did the stage announcement. And it was like, I, I watched the Me. clip that they posted and it really kind of put a smile on my face because I think we get jaded with what we do for a living that we get to do stage announcements quite a bit. Yeah. You know, hell, in front of Metallica or hell, Rev got to do it for Bruiser Brody, which was on par with introducing Metallica. He didn't yes. seem to care. Rev didn't. I'm just throwing that. <laughs> I was nervous. So it's really cool, though, to hear a perspective of a weather woman who probably doesn't get many opportunities to introduce a rock band. And it was kind of fun to hear her perspective of our friends in Jericho Hill because it's like it's these two news people that are very news people-esque trying to talk about a rock band and they're like referring to them as a hair metal band which is always funny because there's not <laughs> yes they have hair and they might play metal but that doesn't make them a hair metal band uh but here's the clip and i just wanted to oh, play you have it a clip of it yeah it made my morning nice. i came in this morning i saw that post and i watched it and it put a big smile on my face and i was really happy for malcolm and the crew over at uh, jericho hill so let's hear it them on our King by Facebook page as well, and we'll share them all weekend long. And you want to give a shout out to some folks? I do. My friends at Jericho Hill, they're probably not awake. They're probably not <laughs> even going to see this. I had the honor of introducing a rock band on stage during one of their concerts last night. Oh, it was fun. So fun. It was great. And it, it's like a hair metal. They are like, right? <laughs> it's like a hair metal, right? A hair metal what? kind of rock. I like how she's like, and she's just doing like the Beavis and Butthead headbang at that moment while holding a Jericho Hill shirt. That's great. Still perfect, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I was like, this is so much fun. You gotta be kidding me. But I thank you for the opportunity. They're oh, former awesome. uh, vets, veterans. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and uh, military guys got together, formed a rock band. Gosh. They're just the most regular folks. So they get on stage and there's hair and they're like, <laughs> it was. She sounds so stoked to have been able to no, do this, it. Uh, yeah, like, right. it's like, yeah. like jazz. Yeah, her enthusiasm put me in a good mood. It made me realize I need to really appreciate the opportunity yeah. to say hi in front of a crowd before a band plays. Before they go, uh, uh. <laughs> because when someone who doesn't typically get to do it and you get to hear how excited they are, I'm like, damn, man, we're yeah, really right. lucky. It is more fun. So, ah, thank you. <laughs> I love it. I, I hope you did that last night on stage. Oh, I, I got pictures on Twitter. I'll try to um, put a few more in there, but I have their video of them walking <laughs> out. It is the most fun. It was great. They were very hospitable. Awesome. So, so if they wanted cool. to kind of right? like sleep in today, that yeah. they need to get up and enjoy the rest I of the day. I need you to eventually get out of bed, Jericho Hill. Seriously, it's a nice day. <laughs> don't don't waste it. 56 degrees right now, mostly clear Ooh, skies nice. uh, for the rest of the day. You know, it's weird. Is that, that that clip came out over the weekend. I'm looking outside. I'm like, yeah, it pretty much sums up the weather right now, too. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty nice out there. Oh, that's awesome. I, I had seen on my news feed a freeze frame because I think I hit that little heart symbol, but I didn't get a chance to watch the vid. Yeah. Maybe I didn't realize there was a vid, but I saw, you know, the little news station and she's straight holding up this Jericho Hill tee. And I'm like, yeah, the best nice, part, you know. After they do all that, you know, they have that shot of the two of them at the desk as they're like panning out and like, you know, music, mm-hmm. do, 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 music's playing and stuff like that. And I felt so bad for her because she was trying to get the shirt back up to show it off again one last time, and she was fumbling with it. So all you see is the back, and it's just a plain black shirt at that point. <laughs> I'm like, ah! But it was still cool. She got, she got some, you know, she had a moment where she got to show it. But that's I thought, cool. That's cool. That's, oh, that's really cool. Man. I'd love to know the backstory behind that. So if uh, one of the guys in Jericho Hill, uh, if they're listening, Malcolm, hit yeah, us up, dude. Leave us a voicemail or send me, an, send us an email. It's uh, the Mixcast email. I can give Rev's Gmail. number. You want to try and call Malcolm? Yes. Ooh, yeah, we can see it. Ah, I like the way you think, Glenn Cannon. <laughs> Let's see oh, dude, this Malcolm works. Williams is, dude, he's a, he's a pillar of all things fantastic in, in Seattle, period. And he's a fellow uh, wrestling fan, I learned. He does, uh, 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 I think it's called the Jaded Jobber oh. on Twitter. Um, so um, that's always cool. Let's see if this works. I remember oh, that, that, that's working. All right, well, that's good. Uh, hey, speaking of um, Twitter, while you're looking for his number or dialing it, <laughs> Just hearing that, I know. I think I've talked about it on previous casts when I used to work at the Guitar Center at Westlake and Mercer. There's outdoor speakers. Yep. And I would patch in the phone, so you'd hear that on oh. Westlake Avenue, and I'd dial like one nine hundred wet butt, <laughs> and you get the greetings like, "Hey there, how's it going?" And then you get into the wet butt. Yeah, they talk for a minute, and then they ask you for your money. But I used to just pump that into the street when we were closing for like an hour. Oh, that's I would just, funny. Anything you can think of, like, you know, 1-800-HOT-MEAT. Like, hey there, sailor, I'm in town for the weekend. You know, and I would be pumping that <laughs> on the Mercer Avenue from Guitar Center. <laughs> if you Your feel like... Your <laughs> forwarded to an automatic... Uh, uh, Four, two, five. Nope. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. You know. Oh, well. Sucks for you guys. Never going to play or talk about you again if you're not going to answer the phone. You're dead to me. You know what? That's fine. Because we need to get to something that's very, very important right now. Uh-oh. Oh, wait. Wrong theme. (laughs) (laughs) Two swears and a Star Trek. (laughs) What are we doing, man? (laughs) Great name for a band. Uh While we were on vacation, all three of us checked out, not together, that would have been cool, but not together, but we've all seen the new Star Wars movie. Yes! Right. Now... Over the weekend, myself, Glenn, and the boys in Bruiser Brody, we all got together 
for a nice dinner at JT's house. And shout out to uh, JT and Linda. Yeah, that was awesome. Honestly, like even my wife said, she's like, I've never, I we've eaten a lot of Thai food in our time. Ooh, Thai. Their homemade Thai food oh. trumped. Any Thai food we've ever had. Yeah, Linda rocks. Nice. She's, she's amazing. Dude. Linda, Funk Love, and yeah. JT, they put together one of the best meals mm. we've had in a long time, and it was just so... And also, quick aside, it was also fun because apparently Travis does not like anything that's not a hamburger, steak, or potatoes. Right? <laughs> dude, it, it became a point of hilarity. He's struggling because yeah. it's spicy. <laughs> then she tries to give him something to handle the spice, which was like a... a Type of pudding, yeah, and he's like, "What the hell is this?" He's wigging out. It'd yeah. be like taking thrill to a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. Meal. yeah, I mean, Travis. Yeah. I mean, and he was being so sweet and so polite, but basically just losing his mind. He's like, "Do you have some Wonder Bread and ketchup, please?" <laughs> <laughs> it got to the point where I'm looking at Travis. I'm like, "He's my grandfather before he passed. That'd be my grandpa right there." Like, like there was I don't want to try nothing. Oh, you know, dude, no poker face at all. He's just like, <laughs> "What is this?" I'm sure it's good, but I don't want it. <laughs> it was funny, man. It really. It, and then Linda started talking about other things that are delicious, and we're all sitting there going, ooh, ah, uh, ooh, ah, uh, you know, like yeah. sometimes I make a. Yeah. And Travis is just sitting there, like, with his face all wrinkled up, shaking his head, like, what? No. Like, no. Yeah. I like to quote Travis when, when, when he said, can we just talk about dude stuff? <laughs> <laughs> food yeah. is dude stuff, not fancy food. That was when uh, Linda gave Tawny this really cool little sort of wooden chest for our essential oils. Um, which Tawny got into his and, and as soon as they said essential oils, Travis lost his mind. Yeah. He completely <laughs> lost his mind. And then when we were passing around like this fancy vinegar. <laughs> Uh, like vinaigrette, <laughs> yeah. like balsamic and different flavors, and we're all doing little shots out of the cap. And it was delicious. It was. That's why. And then he looks at the price like, you paid $12 for this crap? <laughs> yeah, he, he lost his mind over the vinegar. <laughs> Dude, Travis is legit my grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Like, not in age, but just in attitude. I and like, I, yeah, that's what yeah, I love about him. We were going to get on over that. We, we missed, sadly, we missed Jericho Hill's set. Tony and I were really excited for that. And, Could have um, been into the meteorology. You know, Pal- yeah. Palooka was playing, and um, Love Palooka. there was another band. I, uh, I can't remember who was in the middle. I feel bad about that, but it was a great bill. But kind of, we were like, man, you know, it's late now that we've we've missed Jericho Hill. Maybe let's just let's just go ahead and head home. Mm-hmm. And Travis and JT still went down to the show. But of course, Travis is like, "Be careful driving, Glenn. You had all those shots of vinegar." Wigging <laughs> <laughs> like, all the way, man. Just wouldn't let it go. Won't let it go. That's oh, it's so great. funny. Just the looks on his face, especially when she brought. Oh, it was like it was chia pudding, chia seed pudding. Ch-ch-ch-chia. Yeah, with like fresh pineapple in it and mango. Ooh, it was delicious. Yeah, yeah. I put yeah. chia seeds in my breakfast. She put smoothies. that down in front of him, and it was Just like no. it was like four year old Travis was present <laughs> at the table. I don't want it. <laughs> it was so awesome. <laughs> Makes me just love our band. I just want to do. Oh, I just yeah, want to see dude. you guys do like a video series of Travis tries and just oh. put things in his face and see. Yeah, yeah. And just oh, see like I, the scrunch up face. He, he looks so defeated too, man. Just like, oh, bro. I would do that on our podcast, but you'd be here all day editing out all the f bombs that Travis would drop. It's yeah, I'll pass on that one. All right, but getting back to what I meant to talk about, and that is Star Wars. So, as we're at dinner, I've been recommending Star Wars to anybody who has ears. Yeah, you've lost your mind about it. Saw it twice, both times at 4DX. Seen it once more than me. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. So, I told Glenn, Glenn was telling me that he has a tradition with his lovely wife, that on New Year's Day, 
They went and saw the last Star Wars, so they were going to do it again this time around. All right, solid. So I'm like, we're eating, we're having a good time. And, you know, me, I'm Captain Crappy at Small Talk, but I finally had something I could have Small Talk about. I'm like, Glenn, yeah. what'd you think about Star Wars? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this happened. I, I wouldn't say I lost my mind, but I told him honestly what I felt. Uh-oh. And it, it turned into a... Actually, it was kind of fun. I mean, it we, was a fun conversation. We were laughing. There was yeah. a lot of laughs at the table. It was a really fun oh, dinner. Oh, are you a hater? Uh, not a hater. It's not like those prequels, which I now call the three-headed abortion. Yeah, you can't... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, those those were not good. They're unacceptable. Um, <laughs> I, uh, to take, yeah. And spoiler alert, we might talk about some stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah, so spoiler. Yeah, spoiler just alert. Just in case. I oh, mean, no, I don't even need to. We don't have to go that far down the rabbit hole. You know, we might say some stuff that's not necessary. It's about the movie. And some people get all their panties in a bunch. Like, spoiler alert. But we're not going to tell you, like, Han Solo died. I will say it was. Or Chewb- Chewbacca got syphilis. <laughs> Those things we will leave out. <laughs> Actually, they were on Hoth and Chewie got a red rocket and it steamed the whole time. And it was really it embarrassing. Got a really weird yeah. case of mange afterwards. <laughs> really awkward. He had to cut the poop mats out of his fur. It was really challenging. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Just a visual there. Well, I was, as a kid, I always imagined Chewie doing that weird dog butt drag around the falcon. <laughs> and he chasing him like, Chewie, no, Chewie, no. Chewie, don't and eat he's that. He's dra- dragging his butt around it's on the chew falcon. scoot. <laughs> chew scoot. Oh, man. Um, no, I. Nice. It's the Moss Eisley Cantina. Yep. A more wretched hive of scum and villainy. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I have some serious problems with the film, but I, I know I'm not alone. Like I, I know at this point, even J.J. Abrams has said, oh my God, you know, holy S, I will be writing and directing the last one. We're going to see if we can salvage this. I can't believe what was done to my characters. Um, oh, it wasn't that bad. Oh my God. Uh, this guy over look, here. Look, man, Star Wars isn't supposed to be a damn comedy. Um, it's, you know, it... You have character-based comedy, like, for example, Han always messing with 3PO. That, that is a moment of lighthearted fun throughout the films. You get the occasional good, solid laugh because you're involved with these characters. One of my biggest problems with this film is it seemed to go over the top to try and get a joke a minute in at the expense of the story and the characters. I thought that was total BS. I thought the way they handled Luke's character, Grumpy Old Man 3, the Skywalker edition. I mean, come on. That was irritating. There were some massive, massive problems with just the story in general. One of the things I really liked was how at the end there was, what, 300 guys in there that, that made it to the surface of the planet and they're in that trench ready to fight? Yeah. But then when it's all over, what's left of the Rebel Alliance fits in the Falcon? What happened to all them guys? They leave them there just to lick the salt planet? I mean, what the hell They did. happened to all those guys? Uh, here's another one. By the way, spoiler a minute coming at you. Yeah, okay, here we go. So at the very end, it's like, I know what we'll do. We'll, we're going to jump this. Th-. They jumped the, the big, big, big yeah. frigate. Okay, so when the other two ships ran out of fuel and they just let them get blown up, why wouldn't you say, hey, here's what we'll do. That ship's about to run out of fuel. Let's evacuate it and set it to jump for hyperspace and run it through their fleet so we can get away. Well, dude, I mean, at that point, right, they already had time a, for dude, time And then that for, whole, the whole oh, cow rescue, yeah, the whole, no, the whole cow rescue thing and the and death save of the animals, phasma. not the kids. Dude, and then, you know, we're, we're finally getting to meet, um, what's his name? The Supreme Leader. Uh, yeah, Snoke. Snoke. We're finally getting to meet Snoke. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. We're going to finally get some character development on Snoke. We're going to learn about this guy. Where'd he come from? Oh, oh he's dead. I mean, just... Uh, see, this is... Like, your your anger about that, I was really angry oh, about as well. Is it time now for Rev's counterpoints? It should be. I'm not saying it's... it's I, will own, I will own the movie. I'm anxious to see it again. I think mm-hmm. when I see it again, I'll be more... Because Rogue One was so well done. 
and was treated so correctly. We're in the wrong genre yeah, now, that's, Steve. Uh, that's Star, Star Trek. Rogue, it's, it's counterpoint music. Rogue One <laughs> was done so well, and was tre- they treated the material so... It was like they finally let the fans make a movie. Rogue One was incredible. It's the only one to me that's on par with Empire Strikes Back. And I would take this... See, I would take this one as, like, number three. I think it would be Empire Strikes Back, New Hope, and then this one. Wow. Because... Really? Yes. So you really liked it. I really enjoyed it, but I put I was, this one at number one. But then again, I don't How many care have about. You seen? I've seen the first three. Okay, He's okay. not a mega original freak. three. He's... And then I've seen the, the 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 last two, and then also that one in the middle, um, <laughs> and a little bit of the other ones. But I fell asleep on those. So clearly, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So my opinion matters the most. See, like in 1978, he wasn't crawling around on his living room floor with little three and a half inch plastic figures. Actually, yes, I was. Oh, dude, so you're a fan. I had all the and I had Star Wars sheets. I had Star Wars sleeping bag. But you liked this movie better I had, than I had others. an actual at at like the at. Oh, that's thing. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, so my was. favorite used to be Empire Strikes Back for the longest and time. And now it's the last. And Jedi. now I would put this one and then Empire Strikes Back. But then again, Man. I don't care about plot holes. <laughs> I don't care about if if mm-hmm. they're being too jokey. I just want to go on a good ride. And granted, I was a little bit skewed and a little bit biased because of the 4DX experience. I don't know if I would you necessarily... You were immersed into it with that. Yeah. Right. It does add a lot. Like when Skywalker just chucked... You know, it's like the last time he saw that lightsaber was when his own father cut his hand off. So she hands it to him and he throws it over his shoulder. I'm on the side of Grumpy or Old Man 3. I mean, come on. But that's... Now we're in Battlestar but- Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what they want you to do because is it bad that as soon as those trumpets hit, I was like, Battle you knew exactly. Oh yeah, I that's honestly hilarious. thought I could sneak this one under the radar. I can't nope. sneak that. No, no, no man. My man, you sci-fi guys, <laughs> nothing goes over your head. <laughs> I'm waiting for Buck Rogers. All right, now. so Rev, your 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 counterpoints because uh, clearly my opinion really shouldn't matter because I'm a marginal Star Wars fan and I thought this one was the best. This movie is exactly what. The uh, what uh, the Empire Strikes Back was in the first trilogy. It's the second one that makes you change your perception of what the universe is doing and where they're going with it. Because at the end of that one, you find out that Luke is uh, Vader's son, which turns spoiler alert, brah. It, it's thirty years. If you haven't old, seen Empire okay by now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, spoiler I'm, alert about the hand cutting thing. I'm with Rev on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but what it does is it change, changes your perspective. And then you have to look at where are they going with these characters. And you have to sort of realize that, A, they're, it's just basically they're, they're, they're moving forward with this new story. And that the old, the old doesn't necessarily matter so much anymore. And you have to look at it at those perspectives. Kylo is doing what he's doing because he says, burn the past. I am the future. But Oh, I'm with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with, actually, I'm with... I'm with and, all of that. And angry Luke is because of what had happened with that, and he has given up. So you have to find the reason why he's given up, which is because he has lost faith in himself, and he has to learn more about learning the faith with him himself and also the Force in general. And see, I'm, and I'm with that a thousand percent, too. I think what I would say is I don't have a problem. There are definite plot holes, but let's just, oh, yeah, let's yeah, just yeah, put yeah, it this way. Absolutely, yeah. I don't have a problem with the story. I have a problem with the direction. I think the director hmm. failed the material. Um if that makes sense, because I think everything you just said is totally on point and I'm with it a thousand percent. It was the way those characters were handled on screen. I think it's a failure of the director and I don't feel that much like a lunatic because even J.J., who kind of reinvigorated the franchise, brought these characters alive. J.J. Abrams is saying the same thing like, oh, my God, uh, I got to do some damage control. He really what he did with these characters 
is See, not where these characters were supposed to go. He says that, but then on the same point, I thought that episode seven, which J.J. Abrams wrote and directed, was more of a failure than this one. And failures were remember you called really it a nostalgia word. hit, as and I it recall. was, and it is, and it's like, hey, remember all those cool things that happened? We're gonna do them again, and that's really what J.J. Abrams does. If you've watched the uh, the Star Trek, uh, which the I'm new a fan ones. of the Star Trek reboots, the, the as well. second oh, one. Yeah. The second one, I really, uh, I was really excited for to see their take on uh, uh, on Khan and all of those interesting things. But it was literally just a rehash where they even go so far as to do the the Khan scream exactly. Except this time it's Spock. Yeah, Spoiler like alert. they're just Spock. It's, he <laughs> he knows how to rehash. And that's all that was. And this was not. This is moving it in a direction that, yeah, a lot of people who have been watching this for a long time aren't necessarily going to be cool with. Yeah. But a lot of new people are going to be enthralled by because it's more about the newer, younger characters. Well, and they're my, trying to push that into the into the. My forefront. obvious problems with The Force Awakens were like, okay, you've got another Death Star planet. Yeah. Really? Well, Okay, it starts on a desert. Really? And here's You know, the I had a lot of problems with it, too. And one of my biggest problems was when the, the Starkiller... But yeah, the, yeah. When it, when it base, shot yeah. its giant hyperspace laser, and then it, it like, <laughs> like nice so all those effect. all those planets are that close together. I was like, wait a minute, dude, what? Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a major major like it's gentrification. Whoa, 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 <laughs> How like if they would have had some kind of hyperspace gate that the beam shot into and then it opened elsewhere. But I mean, I'm watching that like, dude. So what? These planets are all next door. Like, what do they even need light speed travel for? You can yeah, get a rowboat kind of and get to these planets. Kind of a nitpicky little being uh, thing there for. I mean, just. Dude, they blew up all those planets. I don't think that's a little thing. That's a lot of people, man. It is a lot of people. <laughs> but it's also, if you look back at that movie and then um, look at the new movie, and again, I, we were talking about no spoilers, but there's going to be a really spoiler. Um, spoiler, so spoiler, spoiler. It gets to the fact that you say that there's no development of uh, Snoke, and I was really mad about that as well. Yeah. But then I realized that he doesn't need it because what it is is he was trying to rehash the past. So that's why he was going through it. If you look at it, he had a ugh, this is nerdy. Uh, he had rings As that were the last 20 based minutes. off of uh, the original Jedi Order. He was a fanboy. He was the old school. He was you. In the Snoke world, was you. He in the was world the of wrestling, he was a fan. mark. Absolutely. No, he was a smark. Oh, a smark. Yeah, he's oh. the, the guys who think Everyone they're smart the enough to know what is supposed to happen. Like, his his Imperial Guard were Palpatine's Imperial Guards, a basis off of the so Red most are, most are Noakes. He was a Snoke. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, I, and it, and I so honestly, when he why. killed, I kind of saw it coming, and when he killed Snoke, I, I was... I love that scene. It was so I was good. Like, dude, that whole fight was dope, and honestly, the whole thing between him and... Uh, Ray, yeah, yep. I was like, man, are they going to fall in love? Is this? I was really involved in their story. I thought they were great. There's a lot of people that are like, oh, the, the Kylo Ren character, all he does is whine and complain. And I'm but like, that's what it's supposed. No, to no, no, be. no, dude. Honestly, yeah. for me, I'm like, if you look at that guy at any given moment, he looks like he's about to burst into tears. He looks like someone that's on the about edge of mm -hmm. losing their mind at all times. Love him, love his character, love their story. Yeah, and even the death of Snoke, I'm like, ah, man, we're just finding out who this guy is. But I got it. I thought all that played well. I thought all that was actually cool. My and I, like I said, I need to see it again now that I've seen it and I know what I'm in for. Yeah. I'll probably enjoy it a lot more. 
My problem was, stop with the joke a minute. This isn't a damn comedy series. And even with Skywalker, some of that I thought was done for the sake of, of humor. Now, I did laugh yeah. out loud when she cut that rock in half and the little ladies. and it, I cracked <laughs> up. That was hilarious. But if they would have just left it at that, just that one thing, yeah, and not every five minutes, here's a new joke. It's like, man, these are serious films. A New Hope was a damn joke. He comes back and his aunt and uncle are blowtorched. I don't know if they're serious. Dude, they are. Ewoks are not serious. Jar Jar Binks okay. was not serious. Okay, Jar Jar Binks R- doesn't exist. That's like R2-D2, how serious was that? I mean, th- th- there's a lot of comedy I, over the years. There, there is, but it's it's character like serious it's about character Star based comedy. It's character based <laughs> comedy. Me, Not a big fan of the Ewoks, but even then, oh, you got those things. Tongue. You got those things dead and rolling around with smoke coming off of them. Okay, so the, it's still a drama. It, you know what I'm seeing? You know I'm saying in Star Wars, dude, he comes back his aunt and uncle's smoking skeletons are laying there. Oh yeah, this is a comedy film. Yeah, let's blowtorch some civilians in this comedy. There were always lighthearted laughs in Star Wars, which is why it worked. They were character-based laughs. You know, like when they end up on the, the Death Star and Chewie's going nuts. And they're yeah. like, if you can shut that jet. Or him saying, you know, someone get this walking carpet out of, the, out of my way. They were, they were character-based jokes, situation-based. And it worked because you were involved with the characters. And, and that was cool. Can we all agree that we're happy that uh, Chewie is now a vegan? <laughs> oh yeah, he's eating one of them little guys. Yeah, yeah that, that <laughs> was a porks were great. I saw somebody actually complain that they were trying to push the vegan uh, culture, vegan lifestyle on us with this movie. Which I, I think thought was did he go ahead and eat it though? You want to? No, he threw it. that no, one up to the side. Yeah, yeah. He oh, actually it's, like it's already been one. cooked. You might as well eat it. <laughs> well, I, someone told me that the reason those little guys even exist is because the actual island where they shot that is mm-hmm. infested with like a penguins uh puffins puffins so they're just puffin. little it's they're just like little birds that got these big old beaks and they're they just they couldn't get rid of them and it cost more money to uh digitally remove them than it would be just to turn them into a different creature so yeah they they just superimpose these things on them and yeah. said hell with it and yeah. now they're making bang from the merchandise oh, oh yeah because yeah. those things are cute as f yeah yeah but i just i didn't hate the movie i didn't it wasn't like the prequels, which I think are unforgivably bad. Yep. Um, I didn't hate it, but yeah. for me, it was just, honestly, the biggest thing, and I, like I said, I do have some serious problems with the plot in and of itself. Like, we got to go find this Master Thief. We can't find him, but here's another one. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't that convenient? I'm kind of interested I mean, to what? see what they're going to do with, with that Benicio Del Toro's character. Yeah. He's going to be the father of the guy that looks kind of like him that flies the planes around. <laughs> What's his name? Poe? Poe Dameron. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Could be. Wow. Huh. Some of the some of the wow. stuff, that, and dude, right, the stuff that, that went on with Poe Dameron. Little well, champ. I have some issues with and Poe. dude. Princess Leia's spacewalk. Now, come on. No, no, that fits perfectly in. <laughs> come God on, damn it, dude. It fits perfectly you in. Got you got a fat frozen woman tumbling through space. Come on now. Because what the the whole point of the entire thing is that the the damn it the entire back to Star Trek. The entire point of the entire movie entirely is that the forces a thing within us all and it has that potential and why wouldn't the most powerful Jedi in the world his twin also be powerful in it as well she didn't go into the Jedi order she was out there frozen in space man no because the force force works in different ways and they showed that they showed the fact that uh, Luke can force travel and she had the planet far away. And, and she had a thin slit gown that's, you know, I mean, you, if you ever use those thin slit gloves, they, they're deceptively warm. There's, it, they're showing that the it force can work in different I mean, ways. I know she's you strong. Have, she's yeah. obviously strong in the force, and I got it. She's She kind of comes into consciousness. She's in space. She should be dead. Um, but she uses the force to pull herself back onto the bridge. 
I get it. Again, I'm going to blame the director. I think that could have been done in such a way that you're like, whoa, and not, <laughs> really? It was whoa. No. It was whoa. She's flying through space when she should be dead, and yet she lives. How is that not whoa? It was borderline funny, dude. No, oh, it I was know. whoa. When she I was a Leah Sickle, man. Ah. She was a Leah Sickle, and then she uh, regains consciousness. That's not how the force works. Ah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm that's just, exactly what you just said. I'm saying that you're not my friend it could have been handled love this. better. We're falling apart. The podcast one. One episode in, in 2018, and we're over. Dead. When I saw that scene, all I could think was, isn't that amazing? <laughs> I, mean, I don't, I mean, have, I do I don't have, have a agree. problem with the way it happened. I just, I think it could have been done directorially in such a way that it was really intense and kind of scary and whoa. Instead, it's like she's floating peacefully and you're like, oh, there's her frozen corpse. No way. Because you were expecting her. not dead. But you were expecting oh, her to now, die look, there because. fat women fly. Because I mean, Carrie it's... Fisher passed away and you thought that would be the way that they would kind of send I it off. I honestly did think and that then, as boom, well. boom, it didn't happen. You're like, holy crap. Hey, I don't know if you remember. Do you get, obviously, you guys remember the scene because we were talking about Star Wars <laughs> and death. Uh, the scene that actually you brought up about the whole fuel and all that, when that when 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 it just went into light speed. Yes. I don't know how it rea- the reaction happened at your theater, but it was a it was so stupid because I guess people were complaining because they thought that the movie was broken. Oh, and the sound bro- no sound. So they actually had to put signs up outside of the theater saying, "Hey, at about an hour and fifty minutes in, there's going to be like some <laughs> uncomfortable silence." But that's intended. The director's intention. See, I thought that was dope. When I it, when it cut incredible. the fleet in half oh, and the freezer, oh, I thought that was dope. I, did. I thought it was so powerful. It was but really cool. One of the best moments happened in my theater. As that happened, I legit heard a man have an orgasm. <laughs> because it got so quiet. <laughs> Dude, it got, it got quiet. <laughs> when, zoom, silence. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> two people over for me. I'm like, bro, do you need a towel for that? Dude, it was visually was so cool. insane. Like seeing that happen, I was like, She's not going to do it. She's not going to do it. Oh, she did it. And then just that silence. You don't hear anything. You just well, witness see, again, it. Again, yep. I thought that was dope. But as soon as they did that, and I, again, when I saw that, I was like, whoa. And I, I mean, I was. I literally was. Laura Dern with purple I, hair. I was blown away by that. But immediately, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Why didn't they do that earlier? They sure would have saved a lot of lives. You know what I mean? Like, immediately. I, I went, wait, 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 whoa. God, they had two other opportunities. Dramatic effects, sir. And then I think one of the best parts for me, I wrote it down because I thought it was such a powerful line. Look at that, Steve taking notes for a movie. It was stuck with me, and I'm like, I'm gonna forget this by the time we podcast, so I better write it down. It's a quote from Travis or Travis. This would be great with ketchup. Yes, (laughs) Steve's like, I better take notes. But I thought one of the coolest lines was when one, what was it, the chick with Finn? Yeah, and she said, "Uh, "Would you rather save the love, the one you love, or fight the ones you hate?" And I thought oh, yeah. that's a good line right there. I like and I I liked Rose as a character. I thought she was I liked awesome. Her. I thought she was cool. I thought she was great. People were complaining about her too. Of course they were. No, I, I got no problem with her. But like you know, when she stumbles upon Finn and Finn's basically fixing to run again, I'm like, man, didn't mm-hmm. we establish that he's past all that? What he's going to bail again? He, but he's bailing and... to save his friend. He's got no allegiance to the Rebel Alliance. But doesn't he realize he's in the friend zone? No, was he Maybe splitting? Um, did I miss something? Was he splitting to try and find? He was Ray splitting again? to find her to tell her not to come, come. to them. Okay, all because right. I'm with that because it yep. was a trap, essentially. I mean, I want to say, I want to say again, I need to see the movie again. We should all go. And I, yeah. I, I also want to throw out that I think I was skewed by Rogue One was so well done. And see, I like, wasn't holy necessarily God. enthralled by Rogue One. Oh, it blew me completely. 
completely away. I just thought it was... And so I expected it to at least be of that caliber, and when it was oh, more of a was, lighthearted yeah. comedy with moments of drama and action... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's had a problem with a that. heavier movie. Yeah. So after Rogue One, I'm like, God, The Last Jedi, dude, they're going to deal with Skywalker's character, we're going to get this history, oh, and I wasn't expecting... I went in expecting something, and then what I got was sort of a lighthearted comedy with moments of incredible action yeah. mixed in. And so I walked out going, you know. Yeah, if you're what? looking for Rogue One into that, you are definitely not going to get that's, that. And yeah, that's what yeah, happened. Absolutely. That's why I really want to say with, with yeah. everything I've said, I need to go see it again. Oh, we have a bunch of stormtroopers po- uh, protesting outside yeah, of the, the 500 yeah. first are pissed at yeah. you now. Yeah. Good job. Cannons full of S. Cannons full of S. Jar Jar rules. Ooh. Jar Jar rules. You stop that. Well, that was our Star Wars debate. On the big I tried recently. I actually tried to watch the the prequels again. Why? Yeah, they're they're just terrible. I have them on Blu-ray, and, and I won't touch dude, them. Dude, the tragedy is you've got all these really <laughs> talented actors, but again, it's a complete failure of direction, like and writing because Lucas cannot oh, write for crap. dude. And he was like Ed Brooks, what you is know. This? Spaceballs. Oh. Boom. Nice. Yeah, I haven't Spaceball. seen Spaceballs in forever. It's a fantastic film. It holds, holds up really up? well. Oh, God, yeah, it holds Because Mel Brooks' stuff really generally doesn't. I tried to go back and watch Blazing Saddles. It sort of doesn't hold up. It doesn't no. really hold yeah. up. No, I agree. <laughs> Spaceballs is still a damn good really? time. I All think. Right. Hmm. Spaceballs. <laughs> Anyway, I just like the fact that we were able to talk nerdy stuff on the podcast. It was oh, dude. great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like geek <laughs> nation. And, and again, man, I I need to see it again. I, honestly, I probably should have said what I summed everything up with first, which is, dude, to me, Rogue One nailed it. So it's like I said, it's like they finally let the fans, the yeah. real fans, make a movie. And I was like, nailed it. Incredible. There was incredible a couple of goofy film. things in Rogue One, but it was literally just visual stuff. Seeing CGI Tarkin and CGI Leia. Was a little off-putting. I w- CGI Tarkin Ooh, was so well done really? that it took me a minute to go. Whoa! Wait a minute. That's got to be CGI. See, CGI. I knew Leah, it was CGI they should have just shown. They should have shown her from behind and never even tried to show her face. Maybe yeah. something. Like I think that. with Leah, because when I saw Leah, different kind of space ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> space well, when they showed Leah, I was like, okay, thanks, well done. But maybe I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. But just the way the material was treated. Um, the gravity with which it was treated, I thought was incredible. And you still had a couple little chuckles in there, and it was character-based comedy. I just thought it was so on point. Now, here's here's my question that, for you. Uh, after episode uh, nine, which is uh, they're essentially going to be closing the Skywalker story. Right. Uh, and they're going to be branching out beyond that. I think the director for The Force Awakens, not The Force Awakens, uh, The Last Jedi, uh, Ryan Johnson, is going to be doing another trilogy would you are you interested in a non Skywalker Star Absolutely. Wars story? Okay. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so oh, dude. I thought Rogue, anything. Yeah, in I the, love the new characters. Yeah, anything with the new characters, yeah. I'm I'm in a million percent. I love the new characters as well. Um, any of the spinoff stuff, if, if they go back and do a whole FET run, I will totally They're go see They're doing a solo story this year, I think. Ron Howard, because um, they, they hired the guy that did the Lego movie. I think it was dumb. It was Hollywood. They're like, this guy made big money on the Lego movie. Let's get him to direct Han Solo. And they were turning it into a comedy and, and they were like, no, 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 yeah, no, no, they, no. They fired everybody, and Ron Howard came in and said, I'm going to fix this. Ron Howard generally does not, even Willow kind of rocks. Ron Howard doesn't go. great. Thank you. Uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm with Willow. I own Willow. But Ron Howard doesn't usually, usually screw up. I'm very excited for the solo film because, again, I think the character and the the material will be treated correctly. 
Um, there's going to be a point where you can literally watch like three days worth of just Star Wars movies. And isn't yeah. it funny in when, a row. when you think about like after like the Return of the Jedi for how many years went by when people were just like, I just want a sequel, man. Well, just give Lucas. us a sequel. Well, I read all the and books, the, the Timothy did, Zahn, yeah. the Timothy Zahn books. And now we're getting one every year. This is one of those things too, like, because <laughs> I remember even as a young kid, like, okay, the Emperor's dead, the second Death Star's gone, but there's still the entire Imperial fleet. Mm-hmm. It'd be like at the height of Nazi Germany's power, they're like, hey, we blew up Berlin. It's like, well, that's great about Berlin and all. There's still all of Europe, brah. Yeah, where's Space and Uruguay at? So all of that was dealt with in the Timothy Zahn novels. You had um, the people that graduated into power power, and mm-hmm. were in control of the Imperial fleet, and it told the continued stories of Luke, Han, and Leia. And to me, it's the universe is, is interesting enough. You don't necessarily have to have those primary characters. Yeah. But I thought those books were fantastic. I read all of the Han Solo spinoff novels about his days yeah. as a smuggler. I loved all that stuff. So when I was younger, I was like, look, I, I get it. You told your story, George, but these characters are killer. These books are killer. These people are going to get old. And you built you an need insane to make world these that people movies. want to yeah. put things L- into. Get this material going for these people are too old to do it. And that's borderline what happened. By the time oh, yeah. they finally were able to make Star Wars films again. It's like Guns N' Roses, man. Yeah. But honestly, dude, even if they went back, I read all of the um, the Rogue Squadron novels uh, with, uh, with Wedge Antilles. Yeah. Um, I, I read all those that novels. They were killer. Oh, I'll geek out with you, man. You know, we can talk about it. hot rods and guitars too, and porn. I'm I'm into all kinds of the stuff. The modern Renaissance agree. man. I have to agree that the but, last um the last time Kylo Ren was in the movie, I completely despised that guy. I was like, oh. And then yeah. when I first saw him in the new, the the the, the last Jedi, I was like, he's out of his skull. I was like, oh, here we go again with this guy. And man, oh man, was I wrong. They did such an incredible job developing that character. Where, like you said. I was completely wanting more and more from that guy, and just the dynamic between him and, and Ray was That fantastic. dude is an actor. If you look yeah. at his eyes. He nailed it. He looks like he he's about it. to cry. And he has a sexy chest. At all times. He's he's like, he literally looks no like he's losing button. his mind. I no love it. No belly button. That's right. <laughs> is he, he no navel? Well, no, it was uh, when the, the, the picture of him shirtless, it was like half of his abs, but it was like the old- They covered his stomach. Yeah, his they covered button. part of his stomach and his belly button. It was like those old school bikinis that just go up higher because like- Standards and practices say so we can't show oh, a belly I button. Didn't, I it, didn't pay this any mind. Yeah, and, uh, and so it's it. just basically like half his abs and his nipples. Yeah, he was a really off-putting. Why don't we do our voicemails, <laughs> our emails, and text I know, messages? I it's like, how note. am I going to get on that? Two five three two seven one four seven eight seven is our voice and text line, and then the mixcast at gmail.com. I do want to give a quick. Uh, public service announcement to oh. everybody who's listening to the Migs cast, and that is to get on your Twitter and follow at Mugshot Bays. That's M U G S H O T B A E S. It's a, a Twitter page where they have pictures of hot as F chicks that just got arrested in their mugshot photo. Done. Yeah. Oh. So I, I haven't turned my Twitter on in about seven oh, months. Dude, this, Shocking. Is the, this is the best thing so. on Twitter right now. Like, there's one that just says driving without a license. And the girl's mugshot picture could be the most fantastic thing ever. She's sticking her tongue out. Yeah, yeah. I think it's crazy. And they're all hot chicks, huh? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what they got. Like, one was for armed robbery. Oh. There's one for battery. I like the possession of cannabis. How about the possession of stolen vehicle girl? She's got nice and DSLs. Whoa. (laughs) She's like a blonde Angelina Jolie. Jolie. A possession of cocaine. Armed robbery. She could armed robbery me. Nice. That's hot. Uh, there's one uh, DUI, obviously a lot of those. 
there's someone that has like heroin possession that like, and she's like smoking hot. She is now. Give her about five years. That's a good point. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> this girl's got battery on a house member, and her her. Oh yeah, she looks good. She and like, she's got that smirk on her face. Like yeah, yeah beat her ass. <laughs> Yeah, she like <laughs> she ate my spaghettios. Oh yeah, that's just a... yeah. Her makeup's perfect for oh, her mugshot. There's dude. a possession of heroin girl. She's cute. She's even smiling. Like yeah, I hit smack. Happy yeah. in hell with that. Comfortably numb. Battery. Knowingly oh. giving false information to a law enforcement. Do you see the uh, possession of a stolen gun and concealing a firearm? You see the tattoos on oh, her. Yeah, look at her. Ooh. Oh yeah, she's hot. She she's all tattooed up. up. Yeah, she will. Yeah. She will bust you and bury you in the desert. Man. I rem- there was a girl that I once got a lap dance that looked just like her, Ooh. and she had a, a sister. And then, then the two of them got into a fight at the strip club because the sister thought I was her custody, quote unquote. Oh, mm-hmm. they fought over Steve. Yeah, and it was cool. I'm just picturing that chick, <laughs> that chick with all those tats and stuff. It's like taking the main stage is fear. I would like follow ups on these things because someone says trespassing on a property after a warning. Like, what was she, like? What, yeah, she's hot too. They, right? Like, really she could. She, uh, do you they think she went like, like her ex boyfriend's sm- house or something <laughs> like that? Or you just build stories around? She's in his like, closet with a knife. Link the smoking <laughs> gun articles where they would get all of like the roundups for all of the. Uh oh. Here's my best one. Oh, no. Uh, this happened four days ago, and it's a uh, criminal mischief. And then in parentheses, attempted to inscribe the word whore into a car, but misspelled it as war. Oh. <laughs> what is it good for? Oh, she's cute, too. Cute little blonde. She is mad at somebody. Ooh. But she forgot the H. <clears throat> so she can't spell, and she'll key your car. War! Attempting to carry a gun through airport security. Let's see, a, let me see that idea. one. Oh, yeah, she's hot. She's got nice hair. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Apparently a low IQ, though. Yeah. Firearm, I mean, airport security, what could go wrong? What else is here? Let's see what right. other fun ones. Possession of mar- marijuana seems to be very popular. I know. But yeah, give oh, it a, give it a follow. It's it's easily the best thing on Twitter. It makes Twitter worth it. It's one of the few examples of why the internet I is would, awesome. I would get back on Twitter for that. I, I, I had to... I tried Twitter, honestly, for the sake of this show, and I had to just run screaming from it. Yeah, I noticed that you just have it linked to your Facebook, so whatever you post on Facebook goes yeah, on Twitter, and yeah. I know full well that you didn't post that on Twitter. No, I, 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 Twitter, I, I, I got onto Twitter a couple times and did the occasional post, but it was, it was so limiting. You know, I could be like, had a sandwich. Well, the problem, you know, yeah. And then even what other people were reading, what other people were putting up was so limited that I was like, man, this is like. Twitter is really just a lot of complaining nowadays. Oh, dude, I, I got into it with a guy today. I finally just, I, I, I don't typically respond to trolls, but Ooh. I just got annoyed. I'm gonna look at so this guy story. by the name of Steve, he's not the troll. He was trying to be funny, I, I would imagine, because we had off yesterday for Martin Luther King Jr. Day because, you know, our company does believe in giving a day off as opposed to other racist companies that don't like my wife. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, I was just bummed because she didn't have the day off with me. Yeah, I get that. So Steve writes, what a shock that BJ and Migs are off again today. Apparently they've adopted the school holiday calendar thus far in 2018. I can't disagree with him. And I wrote, I'm, I'm like, yeah, and we're pushing to have recess at the end of every day. I, you know, I had some fun with it. Yeah. No big deal. Things are going well. Clearly the guy is a fan, so I'm not going to begrudge the guy because he's upset that we're not working. That's awesome that somebody wants us to be on the air all the time. Totally. But then somebody has to comment on it. This guy, Joe, and he goes, good guys. I guess talk about me and BJ. We're good guys. Good but guys. stop listening to them a few years ago. I guess I got too old for their juvenile brand of humor. Satellite is where it's at. Uh, so my response, because I just finally, I'm just like, you know what? I'm not in the mood. I was having a great day, and your jackass comment. I'm about to take off the leash. And I still try to be nice. So I write, Joe, what's the point of your tweet? I'm not trying to be rude, but seriously, 
Oh, excuse you, Glenn. <laughs> yeah, geez. that was my microphone. Here, was. Here, here. <laughs> oh, you can just do that on command. Congratulations. Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> Bodily functions just in check right there. Hyperspace. Oh. Sounds like you're uh, giving uh, a handy to a whale. <laughs> <laughs> I call it an army because you kind of have to wrap both arms around and sort of hug that baby and just okay. commit. <laughs> wow. So, all right, Joe, what's the point of your tweet? Not trying to be rude, but seriously, that's cool that you don't listen. You say we're good guys, but then you take a shot at us. I guess you aren't too old to be a troll on Twitter. Did I he reply? No. no. He and I'm sure he will. There's been three GIF response. One's from JT where Barack Obama drops the mic. The next <laughs> one is Matthew McConaughey saying, gotcha. And then the John Cena one where he's like, ooh. <laughs> I love it. I just, I don't get why. Like, nobody included you on this thread. Like, the guy was writing us. And then you got to jump. You, you got to slide into our at mentions, as the kids would say. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you even sliding in on that? Like, nobody asked for your opinion, Joe. If you don't listen... Cool. Don't listen. Yeah. But you gotta write a. You gotta make it a point to be like, I don't like their juvenile humor, so I'll listen to Satellite, which has plenty of juvenile humor on it. Dude, here's the thing. I just looked at this guy's tweets. Yeah. Everything is negative. Every single thing is negative. And of course, the guy follows me on Twitter. Of course. Does he follow me? Does he follow me? He doesn't follow me. Oh, good. He doesn't follow me. You know what? He clearly has good taste. I'm gonna block him. It's Eeyore. It's just like, dude. Right, yeah. And when you make a point, I'm too old for that, but you're not old enough to be a dick on Twitter? Yeah, I, I did keyboard, I, keyboard cowboy. That's what <laughs> yeah. I call that. It's a keyboard cowboy. If he met you face-to-face, <sighs> he wouldn't have the balls to say that's that. How he'd be like, yo, I love uh, you, bro. Uh, bah, bah, that's bah, a good bah. song parody right there. Keyboard cowboy? Yeah. Just keyboard a keyboard cowboy. 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 <laughs> Won't face you in the face. Wait, no. What? Should we uh, pay tribute to... Uh, <laughs> to... Um, the loss of Dolores O'Riordan. Oh, yeah. Cranberries. That was what a was bummer. She, 48 six. or six. That's young. Now, of course, I don't have an actual Cranberries version. I have. I was wondering about this. Kind of digging this more already. Yeah, this is that Leo guy that does all those metal covers. Oh, nice. It's a great version. Does he do the. Eh, 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 oh, 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 I guess oh. we'll find out. I mean, I remember back in the day when that was a popular song. I remember, like, I get it. You're Irish. I get it. Stop. It's still popular. Oh, in my oh, 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 oh. Sound like someone branding a, a SEAL team. <laughs> this is the most touching tribute. I'm not even playing a cranberry song. I'm playing a version that I like better. And you're like, just stop to the lady who's no longer with us. Sorry, honey. I don't think you're sorry. You're not. Is that like the kids say, sorry, not sorry? They had some amazing songs, but that zombie, this hook, the hook and zombie, when she would just let that accent crack 500 times, I was like, man, it it was cool the first time. You don't need to do it 30 times. Yeah. And they're gone. Oh, that's fun. That's really good. I'm into this. Here we go. (laughs) He went kind of disturbed with it. Yeah, right? This is pretty cool, man. (laughs) 
This was always my favorite of all the Cranberry songs, but that's like not saying much because I was never a big Zombie fan. A couple that were really, no, I wasn't a huge fan, but I mean, I didn't hate any of those singles. And even this song I thought was killer. I just, the, the, it's almost like the producer was like, let's really work your accent on this one. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It just got to a point where I was like, hon, you have a beautiful voice and it's cool that your voice does that unique thing as a result of where you're from. But, you know, it'd be like if EPMD put out a song of tongue twisters just to to accent that dude's lisp. You know, he'd be like, Bithgetti, 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 Bithgetti. I'd be like, The Mike Tyson remix. Come on. Yeah, you know, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm a jerk. I should, I don't know. No, and also it's funny. Things have been challenging for me lately. I I don't really. It was the whole Star Wars thing. It kind of set you off. You know, you're expecting a serious movie and it was a comedy. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know what's funny though is like there was I'm that like jerk. at that time though there was seemed to be like that kind of a style for female singers because it was like that song zombie and then remember uh, Alanis Morissette you ought to know and they both kind of had here you'll hear it she's got that thing going oh, right there oh, hey okay. oh yeah like the repeating word thing with the voice crack yeah yeah it was like the puberty remix. <laughs> <laughs> But still crazy, 46. Like that one. That's young. Man, what a weird time we're in with musicians musicians of our generation. Yeah. And and not at like their young age. Like now they're all in their 40s. There's not a lot of awesome artists stepping up to fill the void because the industry really hasn't developed any really. You know, man, we lost Tom Petty. Who's going to take uh, Katy Perry going to fill them shoes? I mean, you know who will? Let's, Miley Cyrus. Have you heard her stuff recently? Um, no. Has she settled down? No. Dude, or, she's like full on like like folky rock kind of a thing. Oh yeah, I know. I did. I, huh. I, I heard a, a Stern interview with her. Uh huh. Um, and actually, she was a great interview. It was kind of cool. But um, I heard a, a piece of that material, and yeah, it was weird. It was like fifties, sixties folk. Here. I don't know what she was doing. It's like her new record's called Younger Now. And actually, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. She performed this tune if it's the tune thinking of live, and I didn't, I didn't necessarily hate it either. Like it's not what you expect from Miley Cyrus. I'm not saying she's here to pick up the <laughs> torch that is Tom Petty. Oh, I just picked two names out of a hat. No, I know. don't. Here with the head. There we go. Oh, wait, this one had Dolly Parton on it. That's the one I wanted to hear. Oh, cool. Hey, Molly. It's me. I'm in Nashville. I'm on my way to Dollywood, busy as you are. Can't, can't get enough stuff to do, can we? I love you in the best little whorehouse in Texas. Uh, and 9 to 5. <laughs> 9 to 5 was a fine film. That's a great Who was that poor dude? They had, uh, what was that actor's name that was the kidnapped boss? Dude, I have no idea who else was in that <laughs> no movie. No idea. Oh, man, he was also the villain in... Um, uh, one of my favorite Chevy Chase movies, Modern Fletch? Problems. Oh. This is a weird song. It's not exactly Party in the USA anymore. <laughs> not to say I'm missing those days. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I think we're losing a lot of prolific artists, and it might just be from where I'm sitting. No, I think um, we are. But we're losing a lot of prolific artists, and I'm just not seeing a lot of. It'd be like, man, De Niro died, but thank God we have DiCaprio. You know what I mean? Like yeah. generationally in film, you can say, man, you know, we we've lost Alan Rickman, but we have, you know, because there's are these amazingly talented new artists. 
And where with the record industry, when it all fell in on itself, I think they were just kind of pumping out whatever they could to try and generate big dollars. And I'm not saying anything even necessarily negatively about those artists. I'm just saying that, you know, I I don't know, man. I think there's a ton of talent out there. I just don't think that that's what's being pushed to. Do you think we're oversaturated because of the Internet, because of all the ways that we can get it? It's like, you know, back then, I don't know. I'm not saying that the cream rides to the top, but. It seemed like if, if they found a band, like there wasn't a lot of avenues to find other bands. So mm-hmm. you were kind of just presented with this. You know, there could have been a million bands that were just as good as Led Zeppelin that oh, didn't yeah. get an opportunity like Led Zeppelin did because that's of very, a record label. That's very true. You would have to go to the store. Like, you would have to pick out an album. And hopefully you picked out the right but, one that you liked and you would listen to it over and over you again a, you because also, you had, that's all you had. You had a lot more artists getting signed back then as well. And so they were trying to develop new artists. Artist, artist development's gone. They're not going to yeah. sign someone they think they're talented and invest money in their career. They, they can't afford to do that anymore. Tech, I think technology did a little bit with that too. You know, well, the other side of it too is, um, you know, nowadays a gold record is a major success. I mean, yep. the days of 20 times platinum, 30 times platinum of cranberries, what no, were they, 40 million? Million albums? Forty million albums, and they've yeah, they've had doesn't... a surge of nine hundred thousand percent in sales, which Jeez. I don't even know what that means. That probably means that no one was buying their records yeah, up until her passing. Yeah. One to nine hundred thousand, but there's nine hundred thousand percent in sales since she passed away yesterday. Platinum albums—that was the measure of success. Like, oh, dude, we're a multi-platinum artist. Um, some of the biggest bands out right now, or not—I shouldn't even say bands. Some of the biggest artists out. Yeah are just barely hitting gold because no one buys records anymore. Like the whole thing fell in on, it, on itself. So where's, you know, you, yeah, it used to be in the days where you'd sell a million copies in two days. Now, if you sell a million copies in two years, that's a success story. Well, you think of five finger death punch as being a huge band and those guys albums, I think only go gold. Not to say that tens of millions of people don't have their music, right? But those records, streaming, those records YouTube, maybe yeah. go gold. They, they aren't, 30 times platinum. Well, the the biggest person who's made uh, made album sales in the last year was Taylor Swift. And she's brilliant. And, no, I mean, because do you know what she does? Uh, she doesn't release her stuff on any of the streaming platforms yeah. for about two to three weeks until it's already been out in That's stores. That's actually smart. And she so outsold that- Everybody else combined on like the the Billboard like top twenty or something. Right, that's probably she why she sold a million copies in in, in one week. Because, She's limiting access to her material because people like me, a self proclaimed Swifty, no guilt, no shame. I bought the record on yeah. iTunes because I was too impatient to wait three weeks. That's smart. That's right. actually just smart. Thank you. Taylor Swift is a genius. It's about time you guys recognize. You had to explain it, but I agree with and you. The Last no, Jedi is a great movie. I think it's smart. I agree with that too. <laughs> Speaking of Zeppelin, have you heard this band Greta Von Fleet? I don't know. If it's that band that everyone thinks is Zeppelin that I don't think sounds anything like Zeppelin and is actually kind of awful, then I'm not sure. I hope it is. I think it's exactly I really like, hope it is. I thought it was Zeppelin. I'm like, if you thought that was Zeppelin, you should be slapped. It sounds more like the Black Crows. It's like a boy band, that des- like a young group of guys that decided, we're going to so- try and sound like Zeppelin. I think it sounds like the Georgia Satellites, man. People going nuts about this group. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's rock and roll. I don't think it sounds like Led Zeppelin. And I don't think it's as great as people are making it I don't think so either. Like, it's cool because they're so young. I didn't know how old they were. They're like 12. This, to me, sounds like Georgia Satellites. 
Oh, I can see why where they're trying to. Oh God, yeah, yeah. And if you look at them, they have like they're trying to have like that Zeppelin look too. I don't think it's that great. But here's the thing, Glenn. Something like this, they're like, oh, this is cool. Then you can be the old cool dude who's like, you think this is cool? Check this out. Hey, you young whippersnappers, you want to hear the the real deal? Well, it just bummed me out that a lot of my peers were like, dude, I thought it was unreleased Zeppelin track. I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) if you actually thought that was Led Zeppelin, then you're not a fan of Led Zeppelin's music, man. Like, Hot take. How do you, what? How do you go, oh, my must be Zeppelin. It doesn't, mm, I need to step (laughs) out and get a cup of coffee. (laughs) Uh 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 Why don't we take out a voice? I do want a cup of coffee, but I'm not stepping out. Are you sure we could take a... We could we could listen to some more of Greta Von just, Fleet I'm while not, you. Get it, it's not awful, but it's like it's not great. And then the whole it's just like Led Zeppelin. It's like no, it's really not. I don't think it is. And I don't like that. It's like that's what they're putting all the hopes of rock and roll into is the hands of Greta Von Fleet. Like I oh, feel like yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many better rock, like simple basic rock bands, like yeah. that, like what they're trying to do that are far more talented and and, and far more interesting musically. But because I mean, over, it, I'll take, young guys for example, new artists, that wear bell bottoms. I'll take Royal Blood over those oh, guys God, yeah. right oh, now. Yeah. Any day of the week. You know, um, it seems a bit forced. It also kind of seems along the same lines as like uh, in the 90s, Silverchair was, where at the very beginning it was like, These, this is the new Nirvana. Yeah. And a lot of people were trying to equate that to that. And then there's like, well, like Nirvana meets Pearl Jam. They have the grunge sound, and they're a three piece with a guy who kind of looks like Kurt. See, exactly. I kind of like thought, I thought they were they were they were their own thing. I thought they had a couple great tunes and a couple meh tunes. Um, honestly, I thought they got better I as agree. they went on. I 100 percent agree. And they they lost all that, you know, aerial quotes popularity or whatever. But some of their later day material, like Straight Lines and stuff, I thought was killer. Or like, Anna song. Yeah, like these guys are really, really developing, but it's... Well, because they grew up and they matured. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it, 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 even, you know, back then, like when, when STP came out, they're like, oh, they're just ripping off Pearl Jam. I'm like, this album sounds nothing like Pearl Jam in any way it's at all. a singer all. with a deepish voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my God, they have a baritone tenor voice. It wasn't Creed, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, what are you going to do? The world's full you know of more. Just buy me a firearm and plastic and some lye. Hey, man, they're going to make another Star Wars. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I know it's Grumpy Glenn today. Grumpy oh, Glenn. No, you have, you have Welcome no back. Uh, I will get into you know the great reveal uh, later on, but suffice to say that, man, my universe is literally unfolding. Like, the wheels are flying Uh-oh. off the wagon. Um, this time around, though... Um, Everything's great at home, and I'm not going to lose my house. Congratulations. So this, is, this is all new, just total gut punch, betrayal, oh. tragedy. Uh, yeah, so I, I am I am just barely holding on. So it's know, like a man. WWE storyline. Yeah, it is. I was going to go with Shakespeare, but yes, absolutely, WWE I mean, well. both I keep thinking about the beginning, of, the beginning of Deadpool, <laughs> um, when Ryan Reynolds is just, you know, he's talking about, like, you know, life is basically just... A series of tragedies with little commercials of happiness in between. And he's like, yeah, the commercial's over. We now return to your regularly scheduled program. And that's when he finds out he's loaded with cancer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, I, I keep thinking about that. Like, man, everything was good for like a split second. You know, I had pulled it all off and everything was cool for a minute. And now, you know, the, the goddamn sky is just totally falling, man. It's probably a good time to read this email about yeah. uh, Glenn and so the podcast. If I seem a bit unhinged... <laughs> 
<laughs> because your name is Glenn Cannon. Well, uh, Marb in Monroe, a.k.a. Russ, he writes us and says, first off, sorry this is so long and late. Uh, and, you know, it, he said this is December 16th, so we're a month behind. Yeah, sorry, sorry Literally. <laughs> he says, I had an awesome time at Live Day. The bands yeah. were great. Uh, all that stuff. I'll, I'll, really cool stuff. Thank you so much. And Live really Day was fun, it. yeah. He says, that said, my opinion piece is about Glenn. Dun, oh. dun, dun. Oh, I've been a fan of BJ and Migs since the Buzz days, even back in the Andy Savage days and as far as Migs goes. So when Glenn was brought onto the cast, my first thought was, who the hell is this tool shed? Okay, <laughs> I'll give him a chance. I didn't think it took more than a few minutes to realize I was completely mistaken. Holy yes, this guy speaks the truth, is entertaining as F, and has an awesome band gig, has a great outlook, and actually cares about people, and has bad opinions about Star Wars movies. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and totally compliments the cast. I became an instant fan of the awesome Glenn Cannon. So my personal highlight from Live Day was when my friend Londa saw Glenn back at the bar near the t-shirt area. She wanted to meet him so bad. However, I had a pee. Bad. I tell her, I'll be right back. I did my thing and came back to see Londa acting like she just won the lottery. She was ecstatic. She was bouncing around and so happy. She got to meet Glenn and talk to him and got hugs. Oh, man. She went from, quote, having a great time to, quote, having an effing awesome time. She was raving about how great it was to talk to Glenn. And that uh, made me feel so great to know that you guys don't just, quote, put on a show, but rather you're just being you. And that just happens to be awesome. I wish I could have met you too, Glenn, but I have anxiety issues, and I really had a pee, by the way. LOL. <laughs> anyway, I just want to thank you guys and let you know how much you uh, affect us in the most positive ways ever. So, Glenn. Nice. That's awesome. Here you go. I'll give you this email so Thanks you can frame me. it. Yeah, I needed that. <laughs> Put it in he, the bathroom. Just so you know, he literally did hand me the printout of the email, and I'm sorry I didn't get to meet you, man. But um, Hopefully in the future. We'll yep. fix that, brother. And I am a hugger, so you'll get a hug too, Holmes. Yeah, I love the hug. Um, well, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, man. I thought that was pretty awesome. And it yeah. felt like the right email to read despite what you're going through. Yeah, and tell Londa I said hi. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, 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 you know, we will, I keep thinking about the outlaw Josie Wales, you know, and he's like, Indians endeavor to persevere. And so we went to war the next day. Um, <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. I'll, I'll hit you off. Honestly, for all our listeners, I will totally tell the whole tale of what is unfolding when the time is, time right. is right. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, the just the wheels are totally coming off the wagon. Ugh. But um, you know, I'll I'll figure it out. I'm not gonna throw myself off a building just yet. Okay, good. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> it's cool, man. It, you know, it's 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 uh, it's not cool actually. It's terrible. But um, my eyes work. My legs work. Yeah, exactly. Cue the laugh track. Uh, I'm I'm upright. I, you know, I have the chance every day to start anew. So life is good, actually. Life is always good, even on its darkest day. There you go. Laugh track and all. <laughs> well, you know we love you. And I hope that everyone that's listening, good thoughts, positive vibes. Oh, it's going to be fine. But well, I, it's you always know. good to still have people thinking good thoughts. If I seem overly grouchy, though, I thought about that. I was like, huh. <laughs> this is a good podcast to do it on. We argued about Star Wars. We crapped all over the future of a young band called Greta Von Fleek. On Fleek? Greta on Fleek. Even when life when life was on track, that's when people started coming out like, dude, I thought it was Zeppelin. And I'm well, first of all, I was insulted by that comment. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was God. I mean, like what? Um I just don't think that it's that great. And they don't remind me of Zeppelin, they remind me more of the Black Crows meet the Georgia satellites. That's totally Zep right there. Okay, this, they're 
Is this them? Yep. Okay, this, they're trying to do Zeppelin. It's called Flower Power. But it's... Oh, jeez. Are you serious? I'm not kidding. Yeah, they're... This sounds like they're trying to do Zeppelin. Oh, the drummer's totally... Zeppelin meets Wolf Mother. He's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. call. Which I like Wolf Mother. Mama! Woman! Oh, that's She's it. a woman! woman Sweet mother. taste of love! It shows how <laughs> awful I am at lyrics. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> As Danzig. Tell your children not to come my way. <laughs> I would love. I would love. It. Dude, so if the guys from Wolf Mother put out a Danzig album, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, can Robert Plant just cover all Danzig songs and the yeah, two Robert, Robert doesn't have that high range anymore. It's just gone, still worth man, it, you know. <laughs> still um, worth it. All right, let's check out a voicemail while we're here. Okay. Hi. Um. This is Dan, the handicap man. Was a quick update on the state of Oregon and this whole not pumping my own gas thing. And a lot of people don't understand what this law is. Oh, that's right. They and changed the law in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now that uh, in certain areas, you can you now have to pump your own gas, which has led to the internet. Melting down in a funny way about people not knowing how to pump gas because they never have before. Right. Well, I, and see, the thing is, the only thing, the only problem I had with that in Oregon, because I could really care less. In fact, it gives me more time to check my oil and things of that nature. But I've had two lost gas caps. It's like, bruh, if you're not going to let me pump <laughs> my own that. gas, stop stealing my please gas put caps. the cap back. You know, <laughs> come on, man. But I, I still see that all the time where there's a gas cap sitting on top them. of the. Yeah, I dude. should collect them. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, mine's attached to like a little rubber cord. Yeah, yeah mine yeah, is yeah, too yeah. now. Yeah, dude, but it. it um, <laughs> I always thought, yeah, and I only thought, I think that's pretty much the deal, is that was about employment. Like, mm-hmm. look, we're going to guarantee jobs by having a gas station attendant who pumps your. And I'm sure it was a lot of jobs. So, what I wondered about when I heard about them eliminating this was, dude, did a lot of people just lose their job? Feels that way. Okay. That's yeah. Well, soon enough. I mean, I went to CES uh, last week, and I'm, I'm Is learning. Trump going to put them to work in the coal mines? Oh, or? Nothing to do with Trump. It has everything to do with the robots are taking over, and a lot quicker than we realize. Let's just I, say it's I time. I wish they would in a lot of aspects. Oh, it's going to happen. I want. Like, I. I just want the robots to drive us everywhere. I want no one to be able to drive. I will give up my right to drive to make sure that nobody else can drive on the Until road. Until they start Bro, crashing you into haven't, walls haven't to take you out. Have you seen 2001 A Space Odyssey? It's the happening. The only problem, no, because people it's are going to happen. Dude, people Hal are will worse. kill you. Hal no. will kill you. The robots are going to win. Dumbass, Hal is not the dumbass the trying doors. to look on their phone while reading their MapQuest printout at the same time while driving down the road, this has happened to me, will kill me before a robot I'm kills me. I'm telling you, Johnny number five is going to take you out. Yeah, Johnny's alive and you won't yep. be. The nope. 87-year-old who can't see... <laughs> Past. Skynet has its fingers on your prostate can't right see now. Past her it's hood is going to kill me before a robot driver kills I, I me. I will back up Rev on this because uh, I am no longer working for Live Oak AV. Uh-huh. I'm out of that job, which is which is great. Congratulations. I miss you, Dave and Jennifer, wonderful people, but uh, roped in my. But I am now driving full time Uber and Lyft to make money while I'm here in town and not on the road. Yeah. Um. Now that I drive for eight to nine hours at a time, oh. Rev oh. Rev is a thousand percent correct. Here's what you need to do when you get in your vehicle. Immediately assume that everyone else out there is trying to, to kill, kill you. you. Yeah. yeah. That is how that is how you cuz dude, especially like I'll pull for some good money. I'll pull a Friday night or Saturday night. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, just assume yeah. that everyone, and I mean not 
everyone assume that everyone is trying to kill you yeah. i'm with you 100 the, the car in front of you that is in the lane just expect them they're idiots yeah just expect them to suddenly come over into your lane for absolutely no oh, reason yeah. because there's a good chance it'll just well, happen it's, it's funny man in europe um you have to go through a defensive driving course and all kinds of things to even oh, obtain a man. license yeah. like pe- basically what i'm saying is people there know how to drive not because they're better than americans but because they're like oh you want to operate you know a quarter ton Torpedo. Yeah. Uh, you're going to learn some skills. Do I have a friend here? They're like, can you spell? Can you kind of read? Here you go, go. Here you go. Have Have fun. fun. Here, look at this little picture. Can you point out what's this? Okay, good. You got a license. But, dude, I have a buddy that's a pilot and he says he doesn't even, he's like, I hate driving Uh, when I'm in the air. I'm not surrounded by a bunch of morons. Trying to but when kill I'm him. on the road, yeah. I can't handle it because I'm surrounded by a bunch of morons. Yeah. My he- dad is, it cracks me up because you mentioned defensive driving school. I always knew when dad was getting a little frustrated with the other drivers on the road because he would kind of fix himself in the chair mm-hmm. as he's driving. He goes, time to get into defensive driving mode. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that means dad's going to curse a lot at all the other drivers. And sure as that, he would. I got into a, a, a pretty interesting road rage incident while we were off. I came up here to do a little bit of work, and I had I was heading back down to uh, Tacoma. And it was right off from the exit here to get onto the freeway. So it was that that, that zipper merge where you got to get in oh, there. Yeah. A zipper merge. No one knows how to do a zipper merge, by the no. way. No. So I was doing it They're correctly. more of a button fly thing. I yeah. <laughs> I was doing like it. a broken zipper merge. So, you know, and I, I waited, and I got into where my spot was supposed to be, yeah, right. and the guy wouldn't let me in. I hate people, and I was like, like "Oh hell no!" And so, I, I, it's not that I don't care about my car, but I sure as heck care about my car a lot less than your newer car. And so, I just made sure I went in there. They honked at me, turned on their brights, flipped oh. me off. So we went down for the next thirty miles because they were going down to Tacoma as well, and they're still doing it. Uh well, and I was doing it as well. Oh jeez, yeah. So I, I was exacerbating the situation, and I was there was a point where I'm like, yeah. Maybe I kind of hope that you want to follow me down all the way. Because you're just a couple of old guys. I can take you. I can do this. Next thing you realize is that they're both karate masters. I know, right? That's the problem is these days you <laughs> never know who, who's, who's like an MMA guy in training. You're not wrong. Like you're super mad and you're like, I'm going to kill this guy. And then you're in a hospital. You're like, what happened? I was all set to just thump that dude half to death. They're like, yeah, that One guy, inch punch. That yeah. guy's an MMA guy. <laughs> and He's retired. He's he 70. Beat you, yeah. He beat you badly. You were making high-pitched squeals and yeah. you sold yourself. He was in a couple of wars. Yeah. yeah. I was not. Yeah, you never know who's in that car. <laughs> Did you, you know. not notice the purple heart license plate that he had? Way to go, Rev. <laughs> and his Brazilian jiu-jitsu sticker on the back of his oh, car. He gets on the car brandishing like a firearm and a machete. Yeah, and know? his like 26.2 or whatever, the marathon thing, you know, all of these things. I'm fit. Dude, it's funny you talk about road rage because while we were off on Christmas break, we went to we were we went to like PetSmart, but we were driving through the Walmart parking lot because mm-hmm. they're kind of attached, right? So as we're driving, I'm stopped because other cars are coming and, you know, like merging, whatever, in the, in the parking lot. And I'm waiting, and the car behind me just beats me. No, oh, hit you? Hit not hard, uh, but just I ding. felt it. Yeah, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! Yeah. You've got to be kidding. I'm here, and mind you, preface this because you know, conf- confrontation. Steve thrives on these. Loves moments. this, but confrontation. Steve is not an existing entity when his wife is in the car <laughs> yeah, with him. So Sid was with you <laughs> ever yeah. since the time I called a woman up. the c word because she took my parking spot. <laughs> I promise I wouldn't be confrontation Steve when my wife is around. So now I'm like, so my wife, Sid, gets out of the car to check on it. And I hear the guy go, oh, sorry. Didn't know you were stopping or something like that. Something stupid. So you were hit by Grimace. Right. This old guy, right? And so then Skywalker, Sid comes back in. Yeah, he throws his lightsaber out the window. 
<laughs> and she's like, there's no real damage. You're fine. Like it was, it, I knew I wasn't gonna have any damage, but it was just the principle of, are you a moron? Did you not see I was at a complete stop? Yes, like, what were you thinking? So I overhear the guy and that pisses me off. I'm like, F this. And my wife's like, just, just stop, stop. I'm like, I'm checking the car. Please stop. So I get out now. Please stop. And I, really, I just look at the guy. I'm like, looking at him and I'm looking to check on my car and he's got a kid and it's an old man, and he does the same thing. He just goes, oh, sorry. Didn't know you were stopped, but it's fine. You're okay. I'm okay. And I'm like, I just paused. I just wanted Your to- child will never forget the time he saw Papa get beat up. And I wrote it down because <laughs> I wouldn't forget. I wanted to call the guy. I was like, man, pay attention. And I was going to call him an S-head. And I go, pay attention, you poop head. <laughs> You called him a poop head. Called him a poop head. Poop head. I didn't know what else to say. He's got a little kid. I didn't want to curse. My wife's gonna get mad at me. So I sit back in the car. Poop head. <laughs> you gotta I come sit off down, <laughs> Steve. Man, sometimes let, let the wife get mad. Let the kid cry. Sometimes I know. You know, you need to express yourself. So I sit down in my car, and my wife looks and goes. Poop head, huh? <laughs> she heard it. That's great. You really told him. You should be like, you think that's funny, you F? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Confrontation Steve comes out with the Nerf cannon. Oh, yeah, dude. Right. Poop head. Yeah. Poop head. Did you go over and tickle him with a feather after I, that? I well have. Gucci goo, you poop head. So once my wife looks, she goes, Poop head, huh? I just start laughing. I'm What's like, great is you get in the car, you probably turn to that kid, he's like, what a dildo. You know? Right, right. <laughs> I was like, that's stupid F. And the kid's like, yeah, he's a total puss. <laughs> we totally would have kicked his ass, Grandpa. <laughs> Both of us have been studying Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu yeah, for you the last five tune years. him up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kid's been training since he was one, he would have killed me. <sighs> but I was like, what the hell, man? And the attitude of just like, oh. Yeah, that's irritating. Like, oh, I would have rather, yeah. yeah I was well, so don't laugh, dude. It's not funny. You know, it's, and you know, things, right. things you happen. drove into my car. I find myself, I haven't creamed anyone or anything, but I find myself oh. in these situations where I've done something wrong. Oh, a different I, kind. Yeah, but I totally, pie. I will do the hands up. I will oh, do the big eyes. Yeah. And, you know, the little, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah hey, yeah. I am so sorry. And usually people look at me in anger. And as soon as they see that, they're like, it's cool. Right, but because I let you've know, admitted your, your uh, yeah. mistake. I screwed up. Right off. I'm really sorry. I am genuinely sorry. And I mean, I body language, eyes, everything I can do to make it very clear. Like, hey, I blew it. I'm really sorry. And it's funny, too, now that I've been carting people around like mad, I get beeped at at least three times a day. Because when I've got a total stranger in my car, I drive very carefully. You have to. Yeah. And when I pull up to an intersection, I'm looking left, I'm looking right. That car is there, but he pulled up to the stop sign a little fast. Is he going to beep? <laughs> Is that car going to pull out or is he okay? Everything? All right. We're cool. And then I'll go. And I take my, and it's funny. Every pull time get, out and creaming. I don't know what the hell are we talking about. <laughs> every nowadays. time we've gotten, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> every time we've gotten beeped at, whoever's been with me um, has been like, man, I think you're doing great. I'm like, thanks. Five I'm just star, trying bitch. to be careful, dude. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we were here for like a tenth of a second. I can't believe that guy beeped. I'm like, brother, it happens oh, all the time. But dude. my passengers, I won't say a word. They will chime in and be like, "What the f?" Right? Don't, you know, oh, I can't wait for the day that road rage kicks in for the passengers oh. and they jump out of your car and beat the f out of that person. <laughs> oh, that'd be great! And I can just film it on my phone. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, "Don't keep punching him. You got five stars yeah. for me." Dude, do, do not. In- instead of breaking up, I'll be very 2018 about it. Instead of breaking up the fight, I'll just be filming it. You know? That oh is, God, now he's gonna stab him. That's do the not, American way. Do not drive in Tacoma because I've realized. 
where you know in Seattle, if you're going downtown, a lot of the out, uh, you know the outsiders who don't live in Seattle will be really kind of just uh, timid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tacoma is I don't give an f. Yeah, and it shows. I watched a guy. I, I watched a car. I believe that's the the, the city slogan. Oh God, it really does. <laughs> we don't give an f, and it shows. <laughs> they, <laughs> I watched a guy do a turn on a red, uh, uh, left turn on a red light. So it was the red arrow. He just like as like just went forward like it was uh, one of the yields. Just turned, kept going, and not three minutes later, a car on a one lane road passed me on the right side. <laughs> And then another car on the right side, and then the car in front of that decided that it was going to move into the middle of the way so it couldn't block, and blocked them the entire way. Whoa. And this was within, like, three minutes of each other. We're, like, in a freeway war, man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is weird. Like, Dude, this man. Is, and this is why I don't want people driving anymore. We, I would rather just... put one of those cow catchers on the front of Rev's car, you know, oh. so he can just totally blade cars yes. off to the left or right. You need to Mad Max your Hyundai. Yeah. I'll put a cow catcher on your Hyundai, dude. <laughs> That'd be I so will. dope. Is what it illegal? <laughs> will you get pulled over for one of those? Probably. But there's a place somewhere here in Washington that will Mad Maxify your car. Yeah. The, you should, when we my, should do a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe. If you do the GoFundMe and I don't have to pay for any of it, 100% yes, I will. Oh, that's so awesome. Absolutely. I don't know if the frame, if there even is one, uh, on that Hyundai will support. It's probably unibody. So put that cow catcher on there and the whole bottom will fall off the car. Yeah, that's a solid point. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to just completely rebuild your car. Hey, before we go, um, you mentioned now doing the Uber thing. I think it'd be kind of a fun segment. And if not, if, 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 if there's like a client-patient confidentiality, I understand. But I thought it'd be kind of cool if you have like a, a, a quick favorite memory from your driving so far, like a, the, the Uber Chronicles oh, I've had with some Glenn Cannon. Amazing. Let's get some music uh, for that. <laughs> there we go. The Uber Chronicles <laughs> with Glenn Cannon. I've had some amazing conversations. I've heard things I never thought I would hear. Like, like I, I had one gentleman that said, man, no BS. I've got an otter problem. I mean, you don't expect to hear otter problem. <laughs> like, 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 like otter pops? Yeah, I was like, dude, like this the is straight up. I was like, dude, this sounds like a bad sitcom. Then he started telling me about his otter problem. And I'm like, bro, what's going on? You have an otter problem. Well, that wasn't even my favorite story. Oh, okay. What's your favorite? <laughs> So here's my here's my favorite to date, and I've had some amazing ones. I've had some really cool, fun stuff go oh, down. This is definitely yeah, a weekly feature. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of my first weekends driving. Yes. Um, I got pinged for a ride. I pulled up, and I was like in the middle of nowhere down on Elliott. You know. All right. Yeah. And these people can call you, and you can call them. It's kind of handy. Yeah. yeah keep it going, please. I love the music, <laughs> especially this section. Um, so the guy it, phone rings. I'm like, hey, you know, this this is Glenn. Um, and he's. Yeah, I don't know why I sent you there. We're... Oh. Do you know where the Washington Athletic Club is? Uh-oh, the whack. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I'm like, yeah, I do. I'll, I'll fire it in Google. I'll be there in just a minute. So as I'm making my way from he, clear down on Elliott Ave... He dropped his wrong pin. Yeah, ...up yeah, to yeah. a Washington Athletic Club, he calls me two more... How close are you? And I'm like, um, sir, I'm about two blocks away. Okay. So now I get to the Washington Athletic Club. And if you don't know what the Washington Athletic Club is, it's not a gym. It's a place for the rich people to, I don't know why it's called that. It's a rich people's place. Yeah. So this guy is dressed to the nines. He's in his tux. He's with his wife. She's in an evening gown. She's very beautiful. This guy is so S-faced. I mean, he can barely walk. All right. So they get into my car, and immediately she begins 
just it was just beautiful. I drove them to their mansion in Magnolia, so Ooh. maybe maybe like a thirty minute ride. Okay, from so there's a lot of fun going on. And there. for all thirty minutes, you make me sick. Ooh. This is disgusting. Ooh. I cannot go on this way. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah that's just what I need right now." <laughs> Thanks for your support. <laughs> and she's like, you're disgusting. And he'd be like, ah, well. He made a scene. And she'd be like, F you. F you. You're disgusting. You make me sick. I cannot. This went on all the way to their path. This is like the best Uber drive ever. Oh, right? dude. I mean, nonstop. Nonstop, you know. So we get there. And homeboy is so so housed, he couldn't unbuckle his seatbelt. <laughs> So now I'm looking at her over the seat and, and kind of making eye contact and mouthing to her like, do you need me to help you get him inside? Yeah. Because I'm a cool guy. Right. I, and I've done, a, as an Uber driver, I've already gotten the, dude, I can't believe you're doing this for us. Or other Uber drivers won't do that. And I'm like, bro. I need those five stars, man. I got you, man. Right. I don't, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> five stars, <laughs> bitch. You know, let me, let me help you out, right? Yeah. So I'm straight up like, do you want me? Because he... You know, he wasn't a small man, and she was a pretty woman in an evening gown. If this guy drops in the front yard, she ain't getting him inside. Right. And, and the kind of neighborhood okay we're that. in. Yeah, well, the kind of neighborhood we're in, I'm sure she'd be okay with it, but she probably doesn't want him laying out there because of their neighbors. It oh, was yeah. a very wealthy neighbor. We're Bring on the, down your property value. The other side of Magnolia, where all you see is water, where, uh -huh. the, where the mega rich live, right? Mm -hmm. That's where we were. So I'm looking at her like, do you need me to help? Get and she's like, no, and she's like, you are amazing. I can't thank you enough. And I'm like, it is no problem. Then she tipped him with her pants. So then <laughs> she was pretty damn foxy. But um, of course, Mister Whack, he gets, <laughs> the hot wife. He gets yeah. the thing unbuckled and he can't work the car door. And she's like, you make me sick. You make me sick. Disgusting. I can't go on this way. And then she keeps looking at me like, you are so nice. Thank you so much. And I'm like, this is happening. It's like the yin and the yang of men. So he, I was about ready to go out and open the door for him when he finally got out of the car and he's staggering around in the street. And I'm like, this guy's going down. He's going to split his skull Final open. destination sort of Yeah, stuff man. Right here, and man. I, didn't, I didn't want to bail. I mean, F him. I didn't necessarily want to bail on her. Yeah. You didn't want to clean up the mess. Well, he's bleeding in the road. Right. What's she going to do? You know, she She's already had, apparently, what was a very bad night. Yes. <laughs> you know? I wish I knew what happened but, that uh, night, what right. led to that. No joke. It was so extreme that once she, and I, you know, I'm still like, are you, are you cool? Are you okay? Do you need me to help you get him inside? And she's like, no, my God, I don't know how I'm ever going to thank you. I'm like, it's totally fine. Your panties. You know. Give them to me. <laughs> now. So, I, and I'm not exaggerating. It, that guy was so messed up. That I drove about one block after I made sure they were at least on their way to the front door. I pulled over, got out, and went back and checked the back seat to make sure he didn't piss himself. Yeah, in my yes. Scotch guard that stuff, dude. dude. And I, I, it was a clean getaway. Oh, oh thank God. Congratulations. So, that's one of my favorite stories to date. Um, I did have uh, three hammered women singing Christmas carols, and we pulled over and took pictures of them in front of this house that was overly lit. <laughs> and we're singing Elton John. It was a blast. That's so awesome. I mean, as an Uber driver, you sound goes, like a really fun Uber driver. Dude, I'm, Uber I'm the guy. I am the guy you want. You need like a video camera in your car and like turn it into a YouTube show, like. Dude. Our buddy AJ Francis, he used to do that when he first signed with the NFL before he got paid. He still had like that window of college to, to the pros. Right, right. He's like, I need money. So he just started driving Uber. Oh my gosh, who's the smoke show that works with us? Oh, mm. she's a new one, yeah. Oh, that's Dimitri, my bad. Oh, yeah. Well, anyways, he just he drove Uber <laughs> to make extra income until he got his NFL check. 
and he would videotape it, and he made a YouTube series. And, it, and they, when he ended up in the NFL, he was known as the Uber driver NFL player, which I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> I didn't huh. even know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Because you'd have to get, you know, when they show permission, up, you'd probably. have to say, hey, do I have your permission? I, f- I bet there'd be all kinds of legalities involved yeah. with. Oh, it's YouTube. Just do oh, it. I'll, I'll give you one more. <laughs> okay. um, there, there was a night, uh, there was a big rave that they do right around the holidays <laughs> down <laughs> at uh, <laughs> Quest Event Center. Free I'm night? talking like. Yeah, it like might have been Freak Rev. Night. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. It's well, the one where there's like ten thousand people. Yeah, out. yeah, that yeah. Like thing. over two nights or something ridiculous. So I went down. You know, midway through the night, I knew that was letting out. So I went down to work that, and mm-hmm. it was you know, it was an S show traffic wise. But you know, I'd grab three kids, take them to their hotel. Grab three kids, take them to their hotel. It was kind of going well, and they're all cool. And they're having fun, and mm-hmm. it's cool. It's fun, right? When I was down there stuck in the middle of all that traffic, I was kind of in this loop where you have to go under that little on-ramp that goes up between the stadiums, and yeah. then there's a little road that spits you back out. So I was mm-hmm. in that line trying to get back out to where people are just hailing car after car after car. And I looked up, and at first I thought, huh, that girl's topless. Then I realized she wasn't topless. She was completely nude. Oh! I'm going to say she was... 19 to 22 years old, Asian, mm-hmm. long, dark hair, very pretty, and she was totally doing the um, Edie Brickell run. Like, she had her arms out to her side and her head back. Oh, she was feeling and it all was, sorts of things. Dude, it was cold out. Cold. And I had to do a double take. I'm like, nope, those aren't, she is butt naked. Nice. Butt naked. And now the best part was this. So she gave her a ride for free. She <laughs> runs right now. She had her, dude, I don't think she even knew there were cars around. She had her arms out. She had her head back. And she's kind of running along. So she ran right past the car. And I, I said aloud, well, goddamn. <laughs> and at that moment, right as I said that, this dude came whipping around the corner with a bundle of clothes <laughs> and just terror. His eyes were filled with terror and he's yelling, stop, stop, stop. So he ran by and of course that's when I just lost my mind laughing because he was trying so hard to keep her from being incarcerated. And like, dude, he was not having fun. He didn't think it was funny. He was losing his mind. And she was having the stop, best stop. time oh, ever. Oh, dude, he was just screaming. Obviously, you know, he had all her clothes bundled up, and he's just screaming. Who knows how long he'd been chasing yeah, right. her? I would love but to be a part. It was of, genius, man. It I, was genius. I would love to be there for the conversation the next day when she wakes up and she's hungover. And she's like, what happened last night? And he's holding the clothes still. And he's like, this is what happened. You know, look, you're not in jail. Well, that's the thing. Like, based on her age, I pictured the whole scenario from his point of view. Like, how am I going to explain to her father that she's naked <laughs> and in jail? How am I going to explain? On that, my watch. Yeah, my second date with Katarina, she's been incarcerated and she's nude. She's in a paper jumpsuit and she's downtown, sir. I mean, like I'm picturing that whole yeah, scenario. Yeah, that interaction is even more entertaining than just yeah. naked lady. Dude, it's like the scene from uh, Animal House when they just <laughs> d- drop the chick off in the shopping cart. Yeah, at the exactly. Here. <laughs> I'm out. Well, that concludes a fun edition of <laughs> Uber Chronicles. Yeah, there'll be more. I got. To, I'll, I'll tell you all about otter problems next week. Oh, dude, I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah remember that otter problems. 99 problems and otters are at least one. Yeah. Oh, dude, when I tell you what this guy started to tell me, I was like, what? I'm excited. Hey, if anyone has their own Uber Chronicles from their experiences driving for Uber or being in an Uber car where it got weird, always email us the mixcast at gmail.com or share the story via voicemail. Man. That girl is smoking. She must be one of our new employees.
She got that nice walk where her butt just kind of shimmies back and forth as shimmy, she's going. Shimmy, she's wearing a very short gray skirt, ladies and gentlemen. Works for me. Hot blonde. I don't even know who the hell she was. Make sure that's Brian. That wouldn't be weird. Hey, Brian, who's the hottie that works with us now? <laughs> um, leave us a voicemail. You can. Uh, that's just um, 253-271-4787. Let's get the hell out of Take here. Take her into the lactation station there, yeah, Steve. Yeah, baby. You know what's up. Well, we got to like a half a voicemail. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> and that's it. And one email. One, one email. email. Hey, thanks again for that email, man. I'm smelling a, uh, a, an email spectacular in the very near future for yeah, the Yeah, we might cast. need to do that. We might need to do that. <laughs> uh, anything coming up? No. <laughs> <laughs> More Uber driving. Get Uber, get Lyft, and see if you can get yourself a Canon special. The end of days. Come uh, see Bruiser Brody, April 21st. Yeah. And oh. Tony B's and Everett. Yeah, that's right. right. Yes. That's where we're at. So we got some Bruiser Brody shows in 420 in April. plus one. Thanks to um, everybody who came out to the show at the Highway 99 Blues Club. That was pretty awesome. That was actually a really good time. I got way too overserved. So. I, yeah. <laughs> I was not sober during our set. <sighs> Oh, I played. Dude, I had a blast playing. We destroyed. Oh, we did a lot of whiskey shots killer. before the show. We were pre-funking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was controlling a... Anger I, issues. Yeah, I had a situation where I wanted to murder someone, so I had to drink <laughs> a lot of whiskey to calm and, down. And my way of being a good friend and a therapist was to feed him whiskey. Stay positive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.